When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined by Connor Ben in Monte Carlo, Monaco. This is a bit of you, this place, isn't it? I was speaking to Eddie and he was like, this place just stinks of Connor Ben. The whole thing. Like, you are going to fight here at some point and headline a show, surely. Yeah, listen, hopefully. I mean, if we can make that happen, um, you know, it'd be my pleasure to fight here. I, I look around this week and... You've got a bit of an aura about you. Is that because this fight's coming up and you feel that it's very close? I mean, thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely close. Um, it's just unfinished business, you know, and it, it does need settling. It needs put to bed. You've had a bit of back and forth on social media with Chris Eubank. We'll, we'll touch on that in a second. I, w- I want to touch on a, a couple of other things first. I listened to his father in an interview. Kind of went in on you a little bit. He was with um, Harlem Eubank, who is a great fighter, and he's kind of pushing himself to fight you, and Senior's kind of taking that step of, it's not Junior's time, uh, he wants Harlem. What did you make of that that interview? Because I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, um, someone sent it to me. I think it's a little bit sad, to be honest. Um, You know, you can really see the dynamic there. Um... You know, listen, I respect my elders and my dad will be ring walking with me. My dad will be in my corner. Um, you know, sometimes me and my dad disagree, but my dad is still my dad. He wants what's best for me. He loves me. He cares for me. He wants me to do better than him. You know, so it's quite sad to see, um, you know, the the feud there. Uh, but apart from that, it don't really make sense. Um, but if I was him, I would do what he's doing. But I'll be in my son's corner regardless. Um, and, you know, I would listen to my dad. Listen, it's not, it's, again, it's not really my um, my issue, but me and my dad are, we're, we're the same. You know, we're one. You refer to it as being sad that, you know, Chris Eubank Jr. and Senior aren't really seeing eye to eye at the moment. But then you've got Harlem, who's the nephew who unfortunately recently lost his father. He passed away, and and maybe Senior's taking that that father figure role with him. Do you see yourself fighting Harlem Eubank at some stage? And I mean, if it didn't happen with Chris Eubank Jr., would you be open to that Harlem Eubank fight? No interest. It's always not the son. He's the nephew. Uh, so for me, you know, he can fight um, my brother Harley Ben um, on my undercard. Um, or they can they can fight Ben Eubank, even or even though it's the nephew. Um, so, but for me, that may, that's that'd be a good fight. But for me, you know, it's different trajectories, different different everything. You know, so for me, handling business at one sixty, I'll be coming back down to one four seven. You know, to fight the likes of Barrios Thurman. You know, I know Ugas has just suffered a defeat, but you know, if he doesn't retire, Ugas. Um, Danny Garcia, and then obviously you have the names of Ennis, Danny Onis, um, 
you know, those are the names. Those are those are the big names, and you know, I'm up there with them names. We'll we'll get to Chris Eubank Junior in a minute, but last time out against Orozco, I was there in Orlando. A lot of people maybe looked past him. You didn't actually all week. You kind of said in interviews that you're not looking past anyone since the journeyman issue that you had, and you'll never make that mistake again. What did you learn against Orozco? Well, I had done 10 rounds in about two years. <laughs> it's hard work. So, I mean, it was easy work, but it was also hard work. You know, when you used to get them out there within, I think my last two fights went a combined of, I don't know, five rounds, four rounds, whichever it is, you know. So, you know, I'd done 10 rounds in about two years. Um, it was more of a mental mental battle for me over anything else. I mean, just overcoming everything that's, that's been going on, just going through the adversity that I went through. For me, it was about how much is this taken out of me. It took a lot mentally, and you know, just me as a man. You know, it was it was challenging. So, for me, it was just it never never skill set or power or none of that was my concern, because irrelevant of how I feel on the night, I always believe I'm capable of coming out with the outcome and changing my tactics and adapting in the fight to doing what I need to do to get a win. But he was tough. Um, he was that Mexican that they bring over. And derails the prospects or derails the contenders. It's not today. That was my mindset. I'm like, I ain't sleeping on you. You know, he turned pro at, I think, 16 years old. Had 175 amateurs by the time he was 16. And, you know, and then, you know, I had 35 fights in, you know, what, eight years or however many. So, you know, it's their national sport over there. So, you know, I wasn't going to just think it was going to be a walk in the park. Um, you know, I'd done what I needed to do, breeze through it landed my power shots, weren't going over, so that was it, then you just slow it down and adapt and, you know, just move around and, you know, get back in the game. Let's move on to, to Eubank Jr. I'm sure you watched his win over Liam Smith, what did you make of that fight? Oh, it was pony, it was absolutely pony. Oh, it was so bad. It was painful to watch, I was watching it and I was just like, this is so painful to watch. You've got someone who's not capable of throwing many shots. Well, we didn't. What was it on average? Five punches around. Or thereabouts. And what you, like, just what's going on here? I'm a little bit confused. I'm watching it and I'm just thinking, this is so one-sided, but it's also nothing's happening. It was so one-sided, but nothing was happening. And even when he was throwing, there was still wasn't a lot happening. So for me, it was just really painful to watch. You know, when I throw a shot, I like people to know I've thrown the shot. I like people to hear the shot. And I like to hear the crowd go, oof, after I've thrown the shot. You know, there wasn't really much in it. It was a, it was a, it was a dreadful performance. I mean, Smith made him look like the reincarnated Ali. But he was still a pony. Do you take anything from that performance I mean obviously he wasn't at the races first time around against Liam Smith second time around we can say Liam Smith isn't at the races do you take anything out of that performance or, or does it make you more confident in any way I don't really care um, even if you want to go off the back of um, Eubank's last five performances not great you know with Liam Williams didn't, Liam Williams also didn't look great um, but yeah, again, puts him down three times and don't get the job done. You know, someone's going down three times. You like to think that you'd be able to finish him off. Um, 
I just, I just don't, I just don't read uh, Junior at all. People go, yeah, he's done, he's fought this and fought that. I'm still only 27. You know, I ain't done much. My book ain't closed. His book's near enough closed. Do you believe your close-up book looks possibly like January 27th? Is that the dip? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I rip up the book. I burn the book, and then I bin the book. That's what happens. Is this the type of fight, though, that we'll likely see that rematch regardless of what happens just because there's that legacy, there's the Ben, there's the Eubank. This is this is massive in the UK. No, when I knock him out, I'm going back down to 147 and capturing the world titles. I, ain't give him, I won't give him another chance, no. When I knock him out, I will... Um, you got to understand, it's now, it's now personal. Do you know what I mean? Before it was, you know, it's just business is what it is. You know, it's, it's become very personal, so... Um, what made it personal for you? Just the way he conducted himself, the way he was, the way he lied, the way he blackmailed me for a million pounds, the way he, yeah, don't don't sit right with me, you know. It's an number one for rubbing salts, salting people's wounds. You know, I never kick a man when he's down as bad as I was. Um, so for me, it's okay, cool. I see your makeup. I know what you are. I know who you are. No problem. You know, and then I'm not surprised why his dad ain't in his corner. Talk about the weight. I mean, so it's going to be at 160. There's no weight issues at all from either side. There's nothing else other than that 160, and that's it. 160, no rehydration clause. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not concerned in the slightest. Because when I beat him, I don't want there to be no excuses. Like, no, no, he drained me down, or I was only 40%. There's only whatever it is. Whatever excuse he comes out with, he come out excuse with Liam Swift. I want it to be no excuses. Everything. Have it your way. Have, have Ben Eubank. Have the ring walk second. Have whatever it is you want. Just give me an 18-foot ring. In the discussion so far, has there been any back and forth on anything that, that Eubanks wanted or you've wanted or has it been straight discussions, get this fight on 27th of January in the Millennium Stadium, Cardiff? Just get this fight on. I'll, I'll fight him for free. I'd fight him for free. Genuinely, mean that. You look angry whenever you say that. I, I know you said that this is, is personal, but is it going to be hard for you to put that to the side come January 27th, to put that personal issue to the side and say this is business? Yeah, I think I'm just, just ready to go, to be honest with you. You know, if they offered me to, to fight them tonight on the show, no problem, I'm ready. You know, and that's how I feel. I feel like when you talk about it, it just I just get a little bit irate, a little bit... Well, you want some? <laughs> me and you are going to end up going out of here. Tell me about the, the situation. Has it been signed, seen, sealed, delivered January 27th in Cardiff? Is that it done? Uh, it's very close. It's very close. January 27th or Feb 3rd, I'm told. told uh, Prince Pally Stadium or um, Spurs. Which would you prefer? Um, listen, as it, it really don't phase me. You know, I'll fight him anywhere. So, I'll fight him anywhere. Final few from me. If you have a message for Chris Eubank Jr. and you're stirring down that camera now to, to give him your piece and one final message before you kind of lock eyes on, on the press conference, I'm sure that you'll go on a bit of a press tour for this one. What would you say to Chris Eubank Jr.? There isn't a final message. I think the message is loud and clear. The message is loud and clear. I've said it enough times. Connor, final one. Joe Cordina fights tonight. Big fight. In Monaco, Monte Carlo. How has he looked? Yeah, good man. He's he's just a special fighter. Um, 
just a special fighter, man. You watch him in the gym and you you look at him and you just go, God, that look good. Like, yeah, it's class. This is actually the final one. I was speaking to, to Joey Essex yesterday. He wants the, the KSI fight. He said there's a little bit of beef there between them two. He's someone you're around quite a bit. What, what do you make of Joey Essex and his chances in the, in the boxing ring? Because there's been a lot of support for him to say that like you know his father boxed. He's Tony Sims' nephew. What, what do you make of him and around the gym? Well, I believe his dad and my dad were supposed to fight in the amateurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes way back. Um, yeah, man, he's always in the gym. He's, always, he's up early doing the sprints. He's hitting the bag. He's doing the pads. He's always asking questions. He's always keen to learn. And, you know, with this crossover boxing, I fancy his chances against the names you just mentioned. You know, so it, it'd be interesting to see. First things first, it's the application to the training. Can you do the training? Can you take note? And all that seems to be there. So watch this space. Honor Ben, thank you very much, mate. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Sports Social Podcast Network.